Extra Time with Neil Sang, Ryan Lowe and Dave Downey. This is Extra Time on City Talk 105.9. Good evening and welcome to Extra Time on City Talk 105.9. It's me, Dave Downey. Ryan Lowe in the studio and two out of three ain't bad, but Sangy's on his way. He said two he'll be five out of minutes three late. ain't bad. Tell you what, it's a good job someone's professional around here because I'm always here, you know, use part-timers and... Well, this is your job, Dave, well, you know I'll what I mean? I'll tell you what, well, if you didn't play so poorly and get beat 3-2, you wouldn't have to train late, so you could have come, couldn't you, last week? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, we've got oh, loads, loads and loads to get through. Um, we've got fantastic win by Everton, very much back. Oh, we start. are, you're happy now, are I'm, you? I'm happy, uh, no coincidence that when good players come back to your side, you start playing well. Oh, well, right, uh, yeah. I'm talking about Ross Barkley. Uh, we've also got to get through Liverpool as well. Oh. <laughs> I just, I've never seen look like it in my life. I've never seen look like that. <laughs> look, but yeah, that's fair enough, right? I'll accept that Liverpool were rubbish, but I don't think it's look. Two own goals, own goal. Yeah, no, listen, listen, own listen. Goal listen. Is Liverpool's second top yeah. goal scorer this season. <laughs> Shut up, it is. All right, fair enough. But what I'm saying to this, are you telling me that Coutinho pass was was, was look? No, it's a fantastic. Goal. Oh, mate, it's 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 worthy of winning any game. If Sterling goes on his own and takes that shot, he's he's too interested in trying to get Balotelli on the score sheet. Then question for you there, though. Okay, well we'll talk about that in a if minute. If he gets through to Balotelli, do you, do you back him to score an open goal? <laughs> well, he I'd like rubbish, to think I'd he? like to think if it come on his favoured right foot or even his left foot, his bad foot, and he was five yards <laughs> out, then you know, yeah, I probably would back him to score, but. Um, no, as I say, we'll talk about it in a bit, but I think the fighting spirit, I was speaking to one of the lads at the school this afternoon, it, it was a bit like, never say die attitude, which is fair fair, fair play to them, you know, you, you know yourself, Dave, you know, mm-hmm. Gerard come out and said, we've we, we battered teams in, in, in years, in, in, the few, in, in the past, and, and you know, we've come out, uh, come out beaten, but I think Liverpool, the resilience they showed in trying to get back and back and back into the team was, was phenomenal, and yeah, on goal to win it, but look, it's the look of the draw in it, yeah, mate. We'll get a little but bit we'll get on to that later, yeah. Into Liverpool, uh, we'll keep it, we're keeping our eye on the door in case Shangi walks in. <laughs> That's how professional things are around here. Um, so let's let's start with Everton then. Uh, Ross Barkley returns, James Coleman returns, James McCarthy returns, and it's a much better, much more fluent, much more Everton-like performance to what we've seen last season. And uh, okay, Villa were poor. I think Villa were a poor side yeah, that turned but- up, but. Everton made you can only them look beat poor. what's in front yeah. of you, can't you? And I believe by all accounts, Everton were silky, slicky. The passing ability, the runs, the the creativity was was second to none. But look, it, it goes without saying, doesn't it? You know, let's not beat round the bush. Coleman, one of the best right backs mm. in the Premier League at the minute. Um, Barkley, he, he's a wonderful talent. He's exceptional. Just to have him on the team sheet and see him in the round there. You know, it gives the lads a buzz, although he's only a young lad. They'll have thought, he's back, yeah. Gives us something different. And McCarthy again, you know, he, he went away with Ireland, and he, and played well. Did he play 60 minutes or whatever he yeah, played yeah. In, in the international mm. bit? So he's come back nice and fresh. And look, we know Everton are, are a fantastic football team. We know they're going to be up there. Um, but yeah, you know, as you said, Villa weren't that good. But look look at the, look at the start Villa have had. So, you know, I think credit has to go with due to, to, to Martinez and the Everton, Everton team and players. Does it worry? I mean, you, you you've played. You must have played in sides where you've got a young prodigy. Obviously, not on the level of Ross Barkley because he, he's very very special. Yeah, of course. But you must have played in sides where the sort of hopes of a team hang on a young person's shoulders like that. I'm just worried in in, in terms of 
you know, you look at Everton without Ross Barkley, it's it's a very, very different animal with Ross Barkley. And I'm sort of because... wondering, is there too much of a gulf between having him fit and therefore does that become a bigger reliance on him? Is it fair to rely on him so much? Well, I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't really understand that, to be honest with you, Dave. I think rely on him. You're not relying on him because, you know, Ross Barkley may be feeling... He's relying on other players behind him, i.e. your McCarthy's, your Gareth Barry's, for that little bit of security when Ross does get out his feet, driving forward, creating chances, hitting balls. You know, all these things he's good at. You know, putting putting balls on a play for Lukaku, you know, putting one in the top bin, you know, taking two or three people on and... Yeah, but let's go on. Here, yeah, here we go. You might as you might as well hear everybody listening at home. <laughs> We're opening the but, door. We're letting Neil Sang in. You know, so I think I think it's, um, it's like Noel's house party. This hang on, I'll just, <laughs> I'll just put your your mic up. I think on Barkley. I think you, you know you're saying rely on him. It's it, it, that's what his job is. His job is to go and create and score goals and you know to to be probably one of the best players on the pitch each week. So I don't think relying on him. I think he's there. He's your player. You're not just relying on him. You're relying on from the back to the front. Every single player. Um, yeah, as an individual, he, he's second to none. But nah, I think Ross Barkley now. I think he's obviously been frustrated for the mm. past few months. He's been out, and now he's looking into you know coming back before Christmas. You'll see the best of Ross Barkley in the next few weeks when he's fully, fully fit. Again, you know, England are going to mm. hold the ropes on Ross Barkley as well as Sterling this year. You know, I'm not talking about Sterling until Liverpool, but them two players are, are the shining light of the Premier League at this moment in time. I was just saying to uh, to Lowy Sangi before you really interrupted us that uh, <laughs> <he's>, uh, <laughs> yeah. I, I feel as if you, know, you get a player like that and you look out, you all applaud that he's rightly got over the weekend for you know a match winning performance straight back from injury after a couple of months out. Looks phenomenal. Looks, looks, you know, better than ever. You've got to be careful though, because there's ten other players who've probably done well, exactly. well on the day. You've got to be careful yeah. heaping that praise on them, haven't you? Well, that's what I think worries me a little bit. The first thing I asked Lowy was, Everton look a totally different animal with Ross Barkley than yep. without. And does that sort of create an expect? It obviously creates an expectation amongst fans, but does that create a pressure on the lad? The hang on, Everton's only hope is Ross Barkley. I know that's. That, that that's a slap in the face of the other ten lads on the pitch. It definitely is. But yep. in, in terms of a mentality, you know, your, your players are looking round, and you've got England's hottest, England's hottest prospect in your team, and you think, yeah, we've got a good chance today, yeah. lads. When you see he's not there, it perhaps changes a little bit. Definitely. I mean, the, the the pressure thing, Dave. There's pressure in the Premier League every week, isn't it? You know, there's pressure on players every week, and that's the thing. Is I don't think Ross would feel that. I think when you get to a certain level of the game, I think. Uh, the reason I'm late, I was just talking to a manager about the psychology of players. He's a player who's, who's you know, always been frustrated. Always got time for it, but no. But it's it's, it, this is a really relevant go point. On, on, We're talking on. about mindset for 40 minutes with, with, with a manager about a player, um, and he had some interesting things to say. And I gave him a few pearls as well, and, and and we had a chat about him. We've got a little plan to get this player back on track, and that's the thing. So when you're a Ross Barkley, you you get to the top the top of the game at your at a home you sort of your hometown club. You've got to be mentally really strong. So if there's added pressure from a media um, angle or the management angle or the coaching staff or other players or the fans or whatever it may be, Ross Barkley will be more than more than capable of coping with that. I think for the, for the other players to see him, it gives them a boost. Maybe he has ra- he has raised their spirits on Saturday. But you know what? Seamus Coleman was back, yeah. and I'm a massive fan of his. He was outstanding. I've never seen a fullback get as many shots or crosses as him or goals as him. So. It, did Seamus Coleman boost them? Mm. 
Leighton Baines played really well again. Yeah, I, Did I, I he boost them? So does yeah. you know? It's not just Ross Barkley, is it? I do want to talk a bit about Baines because. Um, this stage last season, or just a little bit before, he was linked with that move to Man United, and I thought it really knocked him for six. Um, what that it, it didn't it, happen? No, yeah, the, in, not that it didn't happen, but what what sort of the mentality of the lad was after it, and in the midst of it, you know what I mean? I, I think it sort of lingered over him for a while. Yeah, and and I think it, it reflected in his performances. He wasn't fighting on all cylinders. He was making a couple of defensive mistakes. It largely went unnoticed because he's Leighton Baines, isn't he? Everybody loves Leighton Baines in a blue shirt. There's very few that. When a player reaches such a level that he has of consistency, when he does play poorly, everyone's like, "Well, that doesn't matter." You know what I mean? It comes and it's going to happen now and again. But I thought he hit a little bit of a lull, Lowy, and um, this season so far, six assists. Uh, obviously, he missed that penalty against Man United, but he scored another two. He looks like the Leighton Baines of old, the Leighton Baines that fires on all cylinders, bombs forward, and creates chances. Yeah, well, you know, you've just said it there. Six assists and two goals, possibly could have been three. That in itself just speaks volumes, doesn't it, Sengi? You, you know, he's doing his job for a fullback. Yeah, you might not have seen him, I don't know, maybe, as I say, I don't watch him every week. I, you know, I watch him if he's playing for England, but, you know, I don't I don't know if you, you see different, whereas he may not be tracking someone or he's out of position or he's cost the goal. I don't know. But I think what you get, what you see is what you get with Leighton Baines, his quality. Yeah, you're saying that it knocked him a little bit. I'm not too sure it did, mm. I think. I think he's looked at the whole picture and thought, especially when Moyes has gone in United and he's took Fellaini and he did want him and he's thinking, hang on, that's not as rosy as it looks. And, and Man United ain't it. The grass isn't always greener on the other side and it's proved that with Moyes and Fellaini. Mm. Um, mm. But I think in Leighton Baines, true professional, true player, top player, um, gives it all week in, week out. Yeah, you know, I think like to yourself and some of the Evertonians might not have been happy with the way he has been playing, but... I think you look at his stats as six assists mm. and two goals, which he's going to get more assists and more goals. I think he'd be up there. Yeah, we're in the only Premier in October, Lowe. Yeah, you know, that, but the, the, the certain league. players, Dave, as well as that, and I agree a million percent with everything Lowe said there. Um, but the certain players you look at and you would worry. Leighton Baines is one of them players that you he's sort of like your um, your stalwart type lad, and he? yeah. he's the, mm. he's the kid who you know is going to have his boots polished or his his gear's going to be immaculate. He's the one who's first in. He's last to get. So when you're in a lull just in terms of the playing side, you know as a fan or you know as a fellow player or, or coaches even, that he's the kid who's going to be working hard to come out of it. And it's not a matter of, oh, he's going to drown. It's a matter of when he's going to come out of it, not an if. Yeah. Well, you know, he, he becomes such an attacking threat for Everton that when he yeah. didn't play well, you know, Everton didn't play well as, as a rule, mm. uh, you know, as an unwritten rule. And, and I, I, that was a concern for me that, you know, you pin, again, talking about pinning hopes on one player. But what, what comes to the fore with me with Everton and it's totally different under Martinez is it, it, it is a team, you know. You look at McCarthy mm. was back in. He, he got sharp. He's man of the match at the weekend. Yeah, he, was, he, he probably he could looked, have given it to loads. He of looked, them. he looked immense mm. to me. Yeah, and the the main points that I, that I wanted to get to on it all was how much of a different animal again Romelu Lukaku looks with Barkley playing off him. I think he looks completely well, different. He looked far more interested. Mm. Notice for his goal. When he's running on the shoulder of a defender, he's saying to Ross Barkley, "Put it there, put it there," because he, he knows, knows he can. He knows yeah. where he's going to go. It, it's like anything as a forward, you, you like playing with midfielders who find you. Midfielders who are, who are very unselfish are the best midfielders to play with, and midfielders and wingers who know the job. You get a winger who wants to do both: score goals, take five players on. But look, just just cross the ball, do your job. Just going back to Leighton Baines, we've got a lad in our team. He's out the team at the minute. And he was frustrated, and he come to me. He's still only twenty three. He went, "Look, oh, me and him were sub against Carlisle." And he went, "Well, you know, I can't seem to find my feet in that." And I went, "Look," I said, "The thing is, we're a striker. 
I just need a goal. Once a goal goes in, then bang, you're on a roll and you, you know, you'll assist and whatever. I said, the thing with you being a left full back or a left wing back or whatever it is, it's hard for him because to affect the game. To, to affect in a game, but guess what? Do you know one cross that makes a goal? Boom, he's back on it. And or a great tackle or you know, a yeah. last ditcher or something and like that. And a couple that. of weeks he, he he come on and boom, he whips a ball in. Guess what? Goal from a corner. It was it was actually against Tranmere. Boom, left left foot corner, swung it in nice, now the yellow bang, get in two 0 And you think to yourself, and you know the kid now since then he's not been in a team, but he's been he's been coming on and he, in training, he's he's a different animal. Yeah. He's a different kid. And and you're looking at it and you think mindset, you know what? Fair play yeah. mindset. Yeah, so with Lukaku now, he knows he's got a bond them with, with with Barkley. They know that Barkley knows what type of run he's going to do and where he's going to point. And and Lukaku knows Barkley will give it because Barkley's very unselfish. He'll score his goals. But what Barkley's main priorities is is to create and score goals. He knows his limits. So he knows, look, I ain't going to try and take five players on from the edge of my own box and then slot it past the keeper or dink it over the keeper because that's not his, t- his type of play. His type of play is linking up with forwards, putting balls on a play for Lukaku and scoring goals himself. And that's what I'm not. I'm not surprised at all that you've said that, Dave. That about he looks Lukaku. a different arm about Lukaku. Yeah, he's, because he's, it, it happens. It, you know, you can look at the Torres Gerrard era. It, you know, if Gerrard never played when Torres was there, well, Torres was a different animal. He was about stopping around the pitch. This just just off the top of my head. But when Gerrard and Torres got playing together, look what happened. Mm. He was the best player in the in, in the world at one stage. So yeah, I I agree with that, and, and rightly so, because he, he probably feels more up for it that he sees Barkley on the team mm. sheet. Right, let's get to a break. It's extra time on City Talk 105.9. When we come back, we're going to talk about those jammy, jammy, lucky reds. This is Extra Time on City Talk 105.9 with Neil Sang, Ryan Lowe and Dave Downey. Welcome back to Extra Time uh, on City Talk 105.9. Dave's voice about, has um, changed, hasn't it? We're just talking about Tramir's current plight. My voice has changed, Lowey, because, uh, you know, you, you well, see we'll talk people... talk about Tramia first, then we'll move on to the Dallas. Well, then, yeah, go on. We'll, yeah, we'll, we'll give them we'll, a little We'll let plug, you yeah. boss the show, even though you're hardly ever here, you know. Oh, well, you're not there, See? Sangi's always here. Got in, didn't yeah. I? He's even up the ante now. He's on the <laughs> terrace talk every Saturday. I was listening oh, to him on my way in. Listen, do you know what, by the way, to, if the producers are listening here, Sangi's the top man at that. <laughs> John, Bra- John, j- j- big Johnny boy now, he's um, he's gone, mate. <laughs> he's Sangi. Listen, I'm not just saying it because he's my co-host here, but he's the main man. Get him on board. I need, early I, need to, uh, I need to start watching more footy now. <laughs> <laughs> no, he is, diff- he is different gravy, and that's as far as I'm going. I don't like, oh, I don't uh, like this. You know, he's trying to get Terrace talk off, you know. It's miserable, man. He's Dave down. I've been waiting six years for the call. It's never happened. He's my little oppo, though. He's through that little window. Yeah, there, yeah. David yeah but listen, out, yeah. he's waiting to get in your seat, mate. <laughs> yeah. He's knifing you in the back. Yeah. Ready to jump in as soon as you run out. Go seat. for it, mate. Yeah. Go for All it. All right, then we'll, we'll talk about Tram here then. Go on. Um, because we probably never get the airtime to deserve on our show because we're always rabbiting on about the other two. So, uh, big, big things have happened there this week, Sangi. Um, Mickey Adams goes in. Um, we had a talk last week with Matt. Yeah. You weren't here, Lowy, so you don't know. We were talking with Matt about. Uh, Who's the fellow? Oh, yeah. Rob Edwards. Rob I was Edwards. on the way home on the motor. Good listening. lads, good lads. Yeah. We like to keep the ratings up. If, if you're not here, you can at least do that. Like, um, yeah, Rob Edwards gets the chop after what do we say? Twelve games. Yeah. Some might call that harsh, but the right was very much on the wall. We think, don't we? The general opinion yeah. was that you know it wasn't going to get any better. Mm-hmm. Mickey Adams, I think, is a, a real coup to get in there. Real coup. real coup, real coup. I know we we spoke a little bit on with Snods on um, on uh, Saint Snods on on Saturday. 
Really experienced. On your show. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Should be triple S, shouldn't it? But it should. Uh, uh, but anyway, but we spoke about it and Mickey brings something that, that Rob didn't have and that's, that's experience. And unfortunately, as a young manager, you, you have to be in a job and be good enough to acquire it over a long period of time. I think the thing, the straw that broke the camel's back for me will have been that he signed 10 or 12 players. Yeah, albeit on a small budget, we know that, but there are players out there there are players out there and, and, uh, and to bring 10 or 12 in and then be bottom and the emphasis being on youth but then not to bring any brand new youth players through thus far, not even to have an appearance, is a little bit, well, hang on, you said one thing, mm. you, you haven't done it and whatever else. So then to get Mickey Adams with the with the quality of, of CV that he's got straight away um, is just a phenomenal coup for them. And I think to, to bring Chris Shuker in behind him, who's an ex-Tramia player, played 123 games for Tramia, um, to bring him in, he's, he knows the fabric of the club. He understands the fans. He knows a lot of the players there. They'll respect him because he's been a player. And it'll just be for me a little bit about building momentum and doing loads of small things really, really well over the next week or two. And getting fitted as one of them. Mickey Adams identified mm. that from Saturday's game. Um, and just putting some things in place. But a new verve around the place, a new, a new idea, a new passion about the place. That's what Mickey Adams is going to bring. And a lot of the times, Dave, that's all it is. Well, it's not just a change there. There's, there's a change at boardroom level as well with um, Jeremy Butler leaving as well. And he's not been there very long, Lowy. So, you, you know, you, it all points to a big change from the hierarchy at Sammy. They, they very much looked at it and thought we need to change the direction quickly. Well, for one, you know, people might not think young, but I am pleased it's changed for the good, for the better. I've had stick off the fans, so it doesn't matter. It's stick, it's banter, whatever. But, you know, I do care about the club. You know, I spent a good 12 months there and done what someone hasn't done for 10 years and scored 20 goals and got play of the year and, and so on and so on. And, and I still got a lot of friends there. And But my argument was, I asked for a new contract, simple as. The new chief executive come in, win a football man. He was a reporter. With all due respect to Jeremy Butler, he didn't know football, right? And I understand where it all come from. Robinson was, you know, he's not well and he wants, he was losing money each week. Yes, and get someone else in to try and steady the club. And he did try and steady the club. But I know people who he spoke to for advice. And that to me Johnson, shows... Johnson, you mean, sorry? No, sorry. Uh, the new chief executive. Oh, Butler, sorry, yeah, yeah. You know, was ringing around clubs and asking for advice and whatnot. Now, I, at the end of the day, if it's too big for you to take on, don't take it on. Um, I never had a problem with him. Never, never had nothing really going with him. Never even spoke to him. The only time I spoke to him was when I asked for for an extended contract, and he said no for for other reasons, money reasons, whatever, which I totally understood as well. And but. The new managers come in, uh, sorry, the new owners come in in Palios and he, he's looked around the place and he's thought, well, i.e., you know, you, you're not the man for it because, you know, you, you're not a footballing person. You know, I think his job's a writer or a, a you know, a, a, journalist. a journalist, you know. So it, it's like me going in to try and be Sangi's secretary. I ain't got a clue. What am I going to do? Do you know what I mean? So it, it's stuff mm. like that that you can legislate for and, and I understand where Johnson was coming from because he, you know, he needed help he needed someone to come in and run the club for him and he tried to do it but he'd done it the wrong way so for one I'm pleased that it changed hands now with all due respect to Jeremy Butler and for two I want Rami to go up the league I don't want to see them bottom of the bottom of the football league and you know last of 92 clubs because mm. it's not where they should be um, Mickey Adams going in I'm pleased he's, he's got the job because he's a great appointment and I'm pleased for Shooks because Shooks is a local lad he's played for Tramia he's got different ideas even when I was there last year a lot of young lads spoke highly of Shooks because they do he's, he's a well respected pro he's done his 
done his job there. He, you know, everywhere he's played, he's given 110%. So he will give the boys a lift and a bit of banter as well at the same time. But, you know, when it comes to Saturday afternoons and Tuesday nights, well, guess what? You've got to be at it because, you know, if you're not, Mickey Adams, I'll guarantee you now, there'll be six players on that transfer list in the next couple of weeks to get out that football club because, again, Rob Edwards had his hands tied a little bit with players he was bringing in and whatnot and the budgets he's got because I know that for a fact. But I'm happy that the tables are turned <clears> for time. And I know for a fact now come Tuesday night, they've got Mansfield at home. Mansfield, yeah. They'll get a result just because of Mickey Adams. But it's it just shows you as well though, the emphasis on goals. Mm. They lose 20 goals and look where they are, unfortunately, look it, where they are. And that's the, yeah. you know, when you look, I think, I think if they look back at that, they'd, they'd have said there's an, uh, you know, there's an extension. And it wasn't for more money. He, mm. he said that on the radio. Yeah, he didn't want well, more no, money. He the proof in the pudding. Look what he's doing at Berry. Yeah. Exactly. The team is top of the league. Exactly. I've seen Sangi's tweet. Someone asked Sangi about it. Look, I'm not here to blow smoke up, you know, to give me all. I, I'm not not interested. I was never that way. You know, people say to me, oh, definitely you know, won't get in this show anyway. <laughs> <laughs> no, but what what you want is when you get when you get a bit older, you want a bit of security for my fan. And that was Absolutely. all it was down to. And, and you know, there'll the, <clears> be <throat> fans out there. One day, you know, it'll all come out. I'll probably I don't know. Maybe when I'm doing them. What they call Sangi? Oh, it's a biography, mate. Yeah, or, or them, or them talks where you go to, you know, venues and oh, yeah. all those seminars and, all that do, and all whatever. That, yeah, after but dinner speeches, after dinner speech, whatever. But you know, at the end of the day, there was some fans a couple weeks ago when we played. They were saying, "Lowey, well done, thanks for everything." And, and you know what? I thought brilliant. A few people waving money at me, calling me a green and so and so and whatnot. But look, all banter. Yet to see a pint, have we? Because <laughs> because you don't see that side of it, and 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 there's things that I could come out and say which I wouldn't, because wouldn't disrespect mm. the club and I wouldn't disrespect anyone else. So the things I know is different to what other people know. They just see I've left mm. on. And look, I wouldn't change it now. I'm at a great club and, and Tammy was a great club. And, you know, I'm back where, where, where I feel I belong. And, you know, there's, there's good things going on at Berry. Uh, would it, it would have been interesting, Sangi, to play devil's advocate just a little bit. It would have been interesting had this happened before Lowy left. Yeah, well, yeah. Well, I, I asked, Definitely. I asked, I asked, could you know, I'll wait. And a few people said to me, actually, it was on here. And then we were on the show yeah. and, and I went, look, I'll wait for the new manager to come in and I'll, you know, I'll try and speak to him, but it weren't happening. It weren't like no one knew what was going on. Johnny Mack was still there. He was sort of taking the reins, and when I'd ask him, he didn't know. And you know, it was sort of like, well, in limbo. What is yeah. happening? And again, as Sangi will tell you, when there's something on the table, mate, you don't refuse it. Yeah. You don't turn it down because guess what? Imagine if I'd have been still been there now and I hadn't scored the goal. Well, guess what? Ryan Lowe to being on the transfer list mm. of Mickey Adams. So. You know, it swings round and round, but I always say, and I say to any player, and so will Sangi, you look mm. after number one in situations like that. It's insistent what Lowy says there about, you know, you, you feel as if like six players could potentially be on the transfer list. Obviously, that, mm. that but that's also a measure of the scale of the job he's got, Sangi, because, you know, he's got a load of lads who are still new to Tramia. Rob Edwards goes after 12 games. They're all his men in there now. It's a difficult job doing that alone as well as something, you know, Installing all your own philosophies, players, backroom staff like Shooks. It's it's a it's a really hard thing to sort of mentally get round, isn't it? Because you've got a load of lads there that probably think, uh, you know, they, they, I think there was an interview with Jason Kumas and uh, from Maths from from City Talk, and he said that he was disappointed personally in himself that Rob Edwards got the sack. That's a thing that he's got to tackle straight away when he goes in there. Hundred percent, and and there'll be a lot of players like that. A lot of players will be looking and, and will have admitted publicly and privately that the performances haven't been up to mm. scratch. But, you know, and, and this is the thing as well is there's, 
I'm a big believer. Players got to take ownership of their own futures and their own careers, and and you've got to look and and uh, analyze your own performances. And I and I've said this loads of times, and I don't think enough professional players do this. They go into training on Monday, they train, they go home, and same on Tuesday. They have a day off Wednesday, same Thursday. They might get their head on a game Friday. Play Saturday if they play well, great. They pat themselves on the back, have a night out with the missus and a nice meal. Or if they they don't play well, it might go into the Sunday morning and then it's forgotten. But what I say to them is, look, and this is the thing where Mickey Adams comes from. I'm a big believe in what you need to get out of your Monday and, and and do it with all your might and what about Tuesday and then what about that game what have you got to bring to your team on Saturday and if you do it then you look at your week that's gone by and you were brilliant and say well I'm going to repeat all those things because I was fantastic on Saturday and so on and so forth Mickey Adams is going to bring that fine detail to the club and I think the players then will get a, a, a real awareness really quickly of, of self-reflection and also as I said ownership on the, on their futures because a lot of them are just like, and and this is in general, by the way, are like lemmings. They'll go into training, mm. they train, they go home. There's no real emphasis on what do I need to do to get better. Yeah. So Mickey Adams is going to add that little bit of a little bit of um, sort of you know pinpointing what needs to be done. But what he'll also do really quickly is he won't try and add um, football philosophies in straight away. He's going to go yeah, like Lowy said, you, 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 you. Not for me, all the best. Yeah. He's a really straight talker, doesn't mince his words, so he'll cut the wee from the chaff and they'll kick on big time. No, it look, looks like there's finally some light at the end of the tunnel yeah, over the definitely. water. Definitely. Uh, definitely, I'm excited, yeah. I really am yeah. excited because I love Tram, it's a great club. Let's hope it gets uh, done sooner rather than later as well. Right, you listen to Extra Time on City Talk 105.9, and finally, we're going to get to those jammy reds. <laughs> Extra Time on City Talk 105.9. Well, I'm back to extra time on City Talk 105.9. You wouldn't believe what goes on in, here, <laughs> in between. Where's the breaks. webcam? Is it I on? I tell you, we need it. I tell you, it's just you know, it'd have to be an 18. Well. Should, I was going to say we should do an after midnight show yeah, and like yeah. just talk as if we were off air. Yeah. Extra time after extra time after dark. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Lowe, are you getting some stick here? Am I? Ah, what's going on now? Who is it, Lowe? Is Sammy a fan? Uh, you, you've defended me enough, Lowe. I'll defend you. Who is oh, it, Dave? His name's Crazy Taxi Dude. Oh, see, he's already he black says, because he hasn't put his yeah, name on. Yeah. Do Don't Nando's even... do after dinner events? He is funny, Lowe. though. I'm sure he's seen me in Nando's. Uh, <laughs> I, I would mind going to Nando's, so if they want to do a dinner, we're more than up for it. Listen, yeah, three of us will come in, yeah. we'll, do a little, we'll do a live show from Nando's yeah. in Liverpool. Uh, hey, Mid 57. Good, chicken dinner. Mick 57's broken his radio silence on there. Uh, Where's he been? Talk. What's what's been going on with him? You know I what? Know. He's been following talk sports because I, I, I ah, someone see. retweeted something nah, about him. Not having them then. Cream no, not having that Mick. Top doesn't he? Hey, for us anyway, we're the cream. On, on radio. <laughs> what's he saying? He says it must be getting near Halloween. <laughs> The ghost Ryan Lowe has made an appearance. Oh, friggin' hell, where's he been? I can, I can get on board with that. Damn, the Ryan, ghost. you made me break my silence. Oh, I love it. Oh. <laughs> right, listen, let's get serious now, because I want to have a moan again. Oh, again? Laugh, I yeah. laugh at a moan. I love having a moan, and uh, Liverpool are making me moan even more, because, uh, what are you? goal difference away from fourth spot. Yeah. And I've yet to see them play well this season, apart from well, one Well, sometimes that's well, a sign no, of a good team. An hour against Spurs. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> play fair. Right. Do you want yeah, me to they, they did, no. okay. They've done well against Spurs. Fair play, yeah. yeah. No, it, the, it's been a bit stuttery since then. That's to say, that's being kind. <laughs> I, I, th- I think Liverpool have been poor so far this season. I think most of the fans would agree. Um, and, but like you say, Lowe, you rack up the points. That's what makes it so infuriating as a blue to look on and see it. And you look at, I, don't, I think Balotelli sort of epitomised what's going on lately. Um, do you have any sympathy with this situation at the moment? 
As a striker, talking on strikers, any striker, whether it be him, whether it be Lukaku, whether it be whoever, yeah. Because I do think and I do feel he, he is, don't take this in the content this way, he's trying too hard to score a goal. He's not trying too hard to work, if you know what I mean. He's trying too hard to score a goal. We were talking before about when you're having an off-patch, bad patch, you know, if you're a full-back, it's a cross. If it, you're midfield, mm. it's a crunching tackle. If it's a striker, boom, comes off your butt and goals in, you, you run away buzzing. Um, and yeah, I think he's thinking about it too much. I think he's trying too hard to, to score. And, you know, I've seen a few times just he was getting the ball down the left side, trying to take two or three people on and smash it. And <laughs> it's weird, this one I'm going to say now. I felt a bit for him yesterday because... There was one where he come to the right, I think Henson slid him in. Great tackle, a great block off their defender. Sometimes the defenders don't block and rifles in the side net and goal. His uh, chance where it's come to him and he's, he's blasted over the bar, he's tried to get too much on it. They're the ones, you, you know, I'm not to tell him, but just guided in, no power needed. He possibly could have even took a touch. Yeah, I said that. Um, so, in a way, I, I do feel for him because... The fans are taken to him because of what he is, and you know, like mm. Liverpool fans and, and most fans love. He, he's a bit of a rogue, and he, Suarez was a bit of a rogue the way he was off the feet, always on the edge. And you know, I think Balotelli's the same. One thing I'd like to see him do a little bit more is work hard, and and, and I mean work hard. It was there was a time yesterday that I think Enrique got the ball, and he's looking, he's looking. Come on, come on, come on! And he, he's in a great position. He's just in the final third of their attacking, uh, their defensive half, our attacking half. And he's waiting for a striker to come and show. Now, the way Liverpool played and Sterling's like in the hole and off him, Sterling weren't there, but Balotelli needs to come across and show and pin his centre-half. Well, guess what? So if you come across <laughs> that side of the pitch at this moment in time and he's to pin that centre-half, whether it be Richard Dunn or whoever Corker. Corker. Well, guess what? The ability Balotelli has got, he could have rolled him one way, boom, and put it in the top corner. And well, there's your goal just by running 10 yards to show for the ball. So just little things like that. And I, What I don't want to happen is I don't want the players, the poor players, to, to be getting frustrated with him mm. because if that does happen, I think they'll lose confidence in him and they'll lose, i.e. maybe trying to find him, maybe putting that ball in for him, maybe yeah. go and clip that up to him, he's going to make it stick because guess what? It won't happen. They won't I, clip it into him. They won't put it into his feet. They won't put it in behind for him to chase. I, I think he's his own worst enemy sometimes, Sandy. Yeah, I agree. Did you see Liverpool's first goal where is it Johnson fires that ball and comes off Richard Dunn and goes in? Balotelli's standing behind him waiting he's to turned tap away. In. If you look at the replay where it shows you from Balotelli's side, <laughs> the free kick's taken quickly when it goes to Glenn Johnson to knock that ball in. And he's looking towards the camera. He's, his back's to play. Doesn't yeah. seem interested at no. all. He's walking away, sulking. And even when Liverpool score, no reaction at all, no celebration. I just think you've got to immerse yourself in, particularly with a club like Liverpool. Well, he, he is on that. He is because even even with the, I think it was ten minutes, took five minutes ago. I think when Liverpool went two one up, they were singing his name. They were singing mm. his song. The, the song they sing to him, whether it's just a catchy song and it's just oh come on, we'll sing this because it's more. I don't <laughs> no, know. I think it's generally let's get was, him going. Yeah, yeah. They, you know, do you feel for him? You know what I mean? Can I think, you get him going now? Though I mean, you look at the clubs that have let him go. Can uh, you get him going? Do you know what? Um, it's a I, tough I think one, it's an it? admirable effort by Brendan Rodgers bringing someone like him there. But you know, you, you, with all due respect to him, you look at the likes of Mourinho, others who've had him underneath them, Mancini. Can't control him. I mean, Mancini, admittedly, probably the one who come closest because he treated them like that father-son relationship and 
you know, if he stepped out of line, it was like serious slap on the it wrist. Was clip around the ear, wasn't it? Yeah. yeah, it was a proper, proper <laughs> like father son relationship. You know, with all due respect to Brendan, is it too much to take that the lad just simply won't change? I think uh, that well, there'll come a realization. I think if this season comes and goes, and we see um, repetition of say the performance like yesterday, and performance has gone by this season, I think if this season comes and comes and goes, you're definitely not getting, <coughs> you're not changing him. Brendan Rodgers won't change him because if he's going to change him, the best chance to change him is early on, where a kid comes in, he's had. You know, he's had pelters from all quarters, so the, the most receptive he's ever going to be to new ideas, Dave, is going to be mm. the first month or two or three in a new club. Last 39 appearances in Premier League football, one goal, no assists. And that tells its own story, doesn't it? And that, that's the thing, isn't it? You know what Lowe's saying there about, as well about the lads, you know, we'll stop firing it in. What's going to... Uh, and I agree, a goal will, will, will help. It's not going to be the solution, but it's going to help. The solution for me is continually, without reservation, and with, when, not when it feels all right to you, but without any pause for thought, you've got to work hard every every single yeah, game. To give me That's a, a given. given. And, and then, guess what? Funnily enough, goals start coming yeah. and your teammates start respecting you. And then, you know, when, when they're sort of looking at you now, they might go, oh, yeah, turn away from me. I'll give it to Raheem Sterling because he'll make something happen. All of a sudden, they'll start finding you and they'll start encouraging you to find little pockets of space again. And things will flow for you. But it comes from that hard work. But I am fearful because, as I said, it's what is it now? We're two months into the season. He doesn't look like he's changed from his Man City time or his, his AC Milan time. And I'm really fearful that it's that it's not going to happen. You can see him by the performances, Lowy. Okay, you're picking up points. But Liverpool's performances. But there's a time, and I'm going to say it. There's a time when that luck runs out for one, and 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 some of it is luck. Yeah. Whatever anyone says. But there's a time when you you know that goes against you. That you can't win games playing badly no. all the time. You can see him because it, it similarly to Everton, the, neither of them have played that well so far no. this season. I, I am concerned a bit just because. I think some of the players who've come in haven't really set the world alight yet. And I don't blame Rodgers for that because he's had faith in these players bringing them in and paying good money for them. I.e. Markovic ain't done a thing for me yet. No, mate. Lovran. No, mate. Same. Questionable. Yeah. Lalana's going to come good. Mankio. Mankio. All right. Okay. Moreno. Alberto Moreno. I'll put it this way Mankio. Okay. I'd, have kept, I'd have kept Martin Kelly. Well, that, that's a big shout out. I've been a big fan of Martin Kelly. Yeah. yeah. You know, but, you only got one and a half million. Yeah. You didn't get 15 million quid yeah. for him. You got one and a half million quid, yeah. which is poxy. The loan fee for Mankio reported at least two. Yeah. So that was a strange one for me. Um, yeah, and Emery Khan, you know, he tried to he tried to play that deep role, Gerard playing, you know, first half, and it never quite worked. Um, I think you're faster than him, Dave, with all due respect, mate, because I seen him get laced off Richard Dunn, and I thought, hang on a minute. That ain't that. That's just not Premier League football. It, yeah. To be a midfielder, and I, I, I don't look. I haven't seen much of him. Clearly, see me in the pits on a Friday. Night. Hey, have, listen, yeah. I've seen Dave at Goodison <laughs> Park but, play centre half. But Sangi, you know what I mean? Yeah, I played of, with him. A z- yeah. yeah, that's but, right. Yeah, yeah, you were there. Did, yeah. Hey, listen, he's a player. I'm but, telling you, do you know what I mean? As a player, and I'm I'm looking at these players, and I'm thinking. <sighs> so look, I am worried a bit, but I'm. I just think the coach, the manager we've got is. I do rate him highly, so and, I, I. and I do think he's gonna get these players to come good, and he's sticking with them. Balotelli, I was I was expecting him to come off the other day, yesterday for for, for Lambert. Poor Lambert must be tearing his hair out. <laughs> but the thing is, with you know, 
I've spoke to Rogers and, and, and his philosophy, the way he is, he won't change, he'll never change yeah. you, which I like about him. And what he will do is he'll give these players a chance. But you know, come the end of the season, whether it, whether it be Balotelli, Moreno, Emily Kant, Lovran, if you ain't done it, well, guess what, lads? You're, you're back on the market yeah. because you can't come to Liverpool Football Club. And you know, all these people saying, oh, I'll take time to bed in. I'm not having it. He's been at Southampton, right? He hasn't been at a big club, Lovran. But come on, mate. Get them out and have a real go, do you know what I mean? You know, Bobby Zamora, yes, but all due respect to Bobby Zamora, he's, he's flew through the leagues. He it's something really I wanted to do. Yeah. I used to look at him when I played against him and think, you know what? Top draw, big lad, gets hold of the ball, smashes balls into the back of the neck and score from any angle, free kicks, overhead kicks, headers. He, you know, he is a top, top player. Well, was a top, top player rising through the leagues. And he's done it in the Premier League for several teams. But he just run a mock yesterday mm. with Skirtle and Lovran. Now, Skittles this hard man he should be he should be he should have laced him straight away he should have put one not, I'm not saying I'm not condoning putting yeah. one on him but I'm a centre forward I know play football someone comes through the back and you think I've been for a game here today better up the ante a little bit well not once did that happen Charlie Austin was getting the ball half turns he, he could have took two or three players well face them up and put a shot in the top yeah, corner yeah. or little things and he's not and talented then, Charlie no, Austin he's just a finisher isn't he and then Mignolet some of the decisions he's making coming out for balls when, I thought it was one of his know, better games yesterday to be fair to him yeah and it, well shot stopping shot stopping that's, that's yeah, his job yeah. but if you're uncomfortable with coming to things just stay on your line let the defenders deal with it so in a way I'm worried for the short term but in long term no because I, I would never question the manager and I think he's he, he'll get a spot on they'll work several hours they'll, they'll do the right things and and I'll always say it when you've got someone like Gerrard in your team and Sterling and Coutinho we're talking about his past yesterday and Henderson the work rate he gives you, you know, there's four quality players I'll, I'll put Lallana in that bracket as well and well one more maybe no Skirtle on his day you know there's six players there who Mm. You'd have in your team probably every day of the week. So if if the, if you know if the other four ain't performing, well, guess what? You could you could be out in the dark, and you could be looking for some new players because I think them six players in there can can, can win your games alone. Let me talk a little bit about the philosophy, Dave, on there. What Lowy's saying there, which yeah. which is which is surprising um, in terms of how I've sort of interpreted the situation with Balotelli as an example. I know you've met Rogers a load of times, Lowy. Um, spoke to him a few times when he was at Swansea since he's when he, in his early time at Liverpool, and he has got a philosophy. Mm. Now, here's the thing that surprises me about about the philosophy. You know, managers won't change, yeah. and and I've found it really fascinating in doing what I do that there's there's often a discord between what the manager thinks and what a player thinks. Now, I'll give you this as an example: if you're a manager, and let's just say I'm managing you, Lowy, and Saturday's game comes and goes, and you think your your movement was great. And I think it was awful. And it's only an opinion. Football's yeah, always yeah, an opinion. Yeah. You come in Monday going, well, my movement was good. And I go, hey, a word. Yeah. You go, yeah, yeah. Movement was shocking on Saturday, blah, yeah. blah, blah. Guess what happens? You go, what? What are you on about? Not having that. So all that session, me and you are working on your movement. Yeah. And you've got a cob on because you thought it was great. So so me then, right, I have to have that communication with you. Now, that's as a, as a player who's in my building. Before I sign you, We've had that sort of chat anyway. Yeah. You've got some great movement, but I'd like to be a bit better there. Yeah. If you come into our place, blah, blah, yeah. blah, blah. You get me points. Yeah. Balotelli's come out in the last week, Lowy, and gone, ah, I don't like being a single striker, do I? I've never played there. don't <laughs> like it, blah, blah, blah. Well, that's how he's playing under Brendan Rodgers. Yeah. So now there's this discord happening where Brendan Rodgers says, I'm not changing my philosophy. You're playing up there on your own. Lumpy. You like it all lumpy. Balotelli, given his character, they haven't had this chat, obviously, has gone, 
mm. well, I'm going to be rubbish there. So already he's told himself, mm. ah, this isn't for me. Yeah. And given his character traits, he's now looking disengaged, not happy, doesn't want to work hard, blah, 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 blah. Rather than now, and I think Brendan Rodgers has this in his locker, by the way, and I don't know this, but I think it's in his locker, given little things I've read about him is, why isn't he speaking to Balotelli and saying, what? Because his name's behind Balotelli. Mm. What do I need to get the best out of you? And this isn't lunatics taking over the Assad. What do I need? Yeah. Well, I need a little mate up there. Tell you what we're going to do then. Play, teams know how, we, how we've played. I'm going to throw a little curveball in. I'm going to have Raheem Sterling playing up with you. I'm going to have Ricky Lambert up with you. I think that was sorted. And we'll type, go with you I think that was yeah. sorted. The type, but it hasn't really. The... It hasn't happened for me yeah. in enough, Lowy, where yeah. a Balotelli can feel that support. And then guess what? For me, as a manager, if he doesn't then do it, sell him, get rid of him. Because mm. I've tried it. Yeah. I've give you your head in, in a roll. I've then tried to help you by communicating with you. It still hasn't worked, and you still haven't given me any effort yeah. to do the job in either role. Do you know what? On you go, son. Yeah. Right, we've got one minute left. And I wanted to talk about this a lot more, but you two rabbit on coming out with the come on the, the, the fine comments that you do every week. <laughs> uh, Can't cut class it as rabbit on day. A few words each on it. Liverpool play Real Madrid on Wednesday. What score are Real going to win by? <laughs> do you know what? Listen, listen to this, right? <laughs> don't tell me. I'm going to make a big statement. No, I'm going to make a big statement. This could be the turn of Liverpool's Liverpool season. This. I'm telling you now. You think you're well, well, yeah. Good? Well, all right then. Just before we go, saying you have his say, right? What what a game to come up against. So say for Balotelli not being doing it. What a game to go into that and go. Do you I know agree. what? I'm going to show the cop. I'm going to throw some slides in. I'm going to hustle and bustle <laughs> the centre half. I'm going to have a bit of a go. I'm going to have a bit of a fight. I'm going to get in someone's face. I'm going to win some flick. Yeah. I'm going to take a butt I'm to the top head. For an hour. No, I, I would pay to see you tell Mario Balotelli to throw a few slides in. I'd love to see it's you say genius, that. Genius, what, what, what? Oh, I can't <laughs> wait for him to throw a few slides in. It's Wednesday. Yeah. I'll be on the phone to you. It'd be why always me. Yeah, then, it, yeah. It, it could. Oh, it could turn the other way. But I, I think it could be what a game, mate. Brendan yeah. Rodgers said in his, in, his, in his interview, look, what a game to go into. Prediction so. then? I'd take a draw right now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you've caved in, Lowy Lass. You've caved in. I think Madrid, if, if Liverpool go as, as they have been uh, and Real Madrid play as they have been, it's a comfortable Real Madrid win. Right, fantastic. But I, he's I, saying around now when he's saying it's, it, the Classico is more important than this game. And hey, listen, we all hope that. And, yeah. and, and listen, I've got there's some credence in what Lowie said. What a great one to turn it around. But yeah. I just think, going off what I've seen, yeah, the both yeah, sides definitely. start the season, yeah. it's a comfortable Real Madrid win. Well, we shall see Liverpool and Real Madrid Wednesday night. We're all off to get Lowie a deal at Nando's. <laughs> we'll see you next <laughs> week. Love that one, <laughs> this is Extra Time on City Talk 105.9.